0: The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by Shroff Landscaping. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact Mitch Meld today for all of your landscaping needs at 317-694-9763. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind.
1: This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler. Look, that's time to throw. There's an out deep. Way downfield. Grab down. He's going to
0: score. He's going to score. Touchdown for now. Seth Morales. Seth Morales. There are no flags. The Boilermakers have taken the lead on a 64-yard strike. Unbelievable. And they're showing blitz again. They back out of the blitz. Toss it downfield. Field. beat Dwight Ellick, and waltzes into the end zone, it covers 97 yards, more in motion, they get it to him, more in space, a burst of speed, a place down for Purdue. he's still going, Moore, back. touchdown, it is intercepted, Bailey, the other way, Marcus Bailey punctuates this upset with a pick six. Good evening everybody. It is Wednesday, September 16th, 2020, and you're listening to another edition of the Boiler Breakdown. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host, Evan Webb. Oh, happy day, Evan. Happy Happy day. day. We finally got the news we were hoping for. We've been awaiting. We've been excited for. The Big Ten stopped going back and forth for once. Big Ten football is returning the weekend of October 23rd and 24th. Initial thoughts.
1: Hopefully it's a good sign for 2020 is going to be looking up towards the end of the year.
0: That, that's a good <laughs> point. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, did you, did you, have you watched a lot of college football yet? The uh, past zero. two weekends? Zero.
1: zero. Yeah. And one of those things, I mean, it was kind of honestly kind of similar to when we were going through the, the hazel years of just pretty, wasn't doing well, or it just really kind of turned me off to other football. I think it was just, more so probably jealous of other schools that were mm-hmm. football, but now it's just jealous of schools that are playing. Um I didn't really watch much of the NFL uh during week one. Um kind of it's just kind of if pretty football is in a bad shape, then it kind of just ruins the my football mood. But I think now I'll probably start paying a little bit more attention because to be honest, I, I wasn't sure. I didn't I guess I would say I, I didn't think we'd see Big Ten football in twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, there was definitely times it looked like it was going to be in doubt. Um, Mm -hmm. I I have watched a little bit of college football. I think the most I watched in the first two weekends, I watched the first half of the Notre Dame game Mm -hmm. last week, uh, rooting for Duke, of course. Um, But that made me mad, too, uh, knowing that Notre Dame could play. But then (laughs) schools like Purdue and Indiana were sitting at home and couldn't play, even though they're in the same state. Mm -hmm. And and it was just weird seeing Notre Dame in a conference, which – I mean right. depending on who you ask maybe they should be in a conference permanently yeah. but um, but yeah I did you know it and, and I was tired of the big 10 pulling at our at our heart tugging at our heartstrings I mean mm. it was you know all this false just so much
1: just stuff coming out of like there's meetings or there were meetings so, you know the president's met and a president be like no I was not on that call I was just trying to figure out who to trust who to you know listen to it was it was just really exhausting to be honest and I kind of stopped paying attention to it, I kind of became just numb to any information that came mm-hmm. out that might have been positive about, mm-hmm. all the, you know, their meeting, the potential October date. I was like, okay, sure, I'll believe it when I see it. And I even when this, you know, potential announcement was gaining steam, I still was pretty skeptical, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So but I'm glad, you know, they proved me wrong. And I'm hoping, hopefully fingers crossed that nothing happens between now and October uh, to cause them to want to cancel again. But uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully we see the boys in golden black soon.
0: It looks like uh, I mean things are definitely trending for the better. Um, the Big Ten, it looks like with all their safety reg- regulations on this, they're definitely they definitely have more regulations than other conferences. Mm-hmm. For instance, one that I kind of took away from that was kind of eye opening was if a player tests positive for COVID nineteen, uh, he cannot play for twenty one days. I did not see that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. whereas I thought it'd be like a week. You know, yeah. twenty-one days. So they're probably wow. gonna miss three games. Yep. Um, so we could probably see we're probably gonna see that happen uh yeah a f- couple times throughout the season. But um I th- it's it's all on the players really. I mean they gotta yeah. they gotta, you know, wear the masks, uh, mm. social distance, wash their hands, things like that. Just be careful for you know, you you got a chance now. The Big Ten's giving you a yep. chance from October twenty-third, twenty-fourth to December nineteenth, which is the date of the Big Ten championship game as well as the game number nine for every other team i don't know if you right. caught that or not yeah, but i thought that was cool. an interesting little yeah. twist where the second place team in the east will play the second team in the west third will play third fourth fourth uh-huh. fifth, fifth sixth, sixth etc um so so the players now i mean it's you know you got you got eight games in eight or nine weeks i don't remember oh, yeah. what the exact duration is yeah i can't i think i, I want to say I can't remember. Yeah, because because I, I thought there was a bye week in there, but then everybody, then I read reports there was no bye week. So yeah. Anyways, you, you got this this block of time where you just have to abide by the rules. Yep. Not that that you shouldn't, anyways, but you got to abide by the rules, and yeah, we can have a season.
1: Yep. So it's all on the line now. So before it was kind of you know hope obeying the rules to hopefully have a season in January if that was ever going to be a thing, but now it's you know it's the real deal now.
0: Yep. It's. um not perfect. I mean, if nope. in a perfect world, Big Ten would have been playing um, this past weekend or maybe this upcoming weekend nope. or next weekend when the SEC starts. Yeah. That I guess that was my biggest frustration when all this happened was Big Ten came out with their revised 10-game schedule, and then six days later they pulled the plug on all fall sports. Mm-hmm. It's like, why even release a schedule in the first place? Um, right.
1: And then if there was something that came up that was the cause for that, they definitely didn't share. At least I don't remember reading it. Nope. So like if they it, never. They never if did. Thing is, if that bad, you know, I feel like the general public and these other conferences should obviously know if they're going to continue on. And I also think I know we talked about it in our friend group that we're. I mean, who knows this is true or not? But we uh, pretty good. You know, thought that if the Big Ten, the Big Ten thought that if they pulled the plug, then everyone else would just kind of follows suit and. Pac-12 joined, but that was about it.
0: Pac-12 was just looking for other... They, they, they were not going to play. Now, no. will they now? It'll be interesting, because now they're going to have more pressure than ever before. Yeah. But yeah. I think at the beginning, they were like, we're not going to play. We just we just don't want to be the first ones to go. Right. So we were waiting for a, one of the other Power Fives to pull out, and then mm-hmm. the Big Ten was, and then two or three hours later, the Pac-12 joined. Um, yeah. I guess, that, yeah, that, that's that's my big frustration, is we the, the communication... Of the leadership of the Big Ten just yeah, lack thereof was just horrific. I mean, I know Kevin Warren's in a very tough spot. This is a but it just felt like he didn't want to talk. He didn't want to say anything. And 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 that's what it was frustrating. I think all the Big Ten schools and the athletic departments and the teams, there was like we just want answers. Why why? Why did you pull the plug? And they never really, at least to my knowledge, got that concrete answer. Mm -hmm. But I thought they should at least postpone. Um, their decision in the beginning, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. You see some warning signs. Okay. You don't have to start on September 5th. Like you wanted right. to, which I thought that was kind of extreme anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to push back to that September 26th date or whatever, Yeah, and then see where things are at. And that's our target date. So, I mean, they really pushed it back this time to the end of October. I thought it was going to be October 17th, but they wanted to add that extra week of preparation in there. I mean, they're, yeah really trying to take every precaution necessary to make this happen and do it the right way. So yeah, at least we're going to, it looks like we're going to get big 10 football. I mean, Mm -hmm. like you said, in in the opening, there was many points. It looked like it wasn't going to happen and um, it's good for the fan bases. Good for the players, of course, good for the schools, the revenue, Mm -hmm. academic departments. Now no fans will be allowed outside of families of players. I think that's fair. I like, that they made a decision overall for all 14 schools. Yep. I like that they didn't. I'm, I like that they didn't leave it up to school by school because, I mean, say what you will, but uh, 15, 20,000 fans makes a uh, big difference compared to zero. Yep. At least in college sports, maybe oh, not yeah. pros, but in college. Yeah. So.
1: And then I believe I believe they also announced like no tailgating either. Which no is tailgating. At
0: but, least at Purdue, I read that. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know about Purdue, the other yeah. schools, but yeah. figured which, that was coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is a bummer, but hopefully it's at least for this year and hopefully 2021. We're at least back in a, in a point in a state that we can uh, go to games and have a tailgame. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um. One thing I'm waiting on this week is they're going to release the schedule. But from all uh, indications, it's going to be the original Big Ten schedule. So
1: minus probably what one game then? Minus
0: one game. Yeah if they stick with the original destinations, so that would be Purdue would be at Nebraska at Minnesota at Indiana at and Michigan. at Illinois would be their Big Ten road trips, their home yeah. games.
1: When were you at, supposed to be at Michigan too? Or was that, was that just the new one?
0: No, we were supposed to be at Michigan also. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. But I think, I think that one will get taken away. I think so too. Because I, we were supposed to have a Rutgers at home, mm-hmm. Wisconsin at home, Iowa at home and Northwestern at home. Mm -hmm. That's four and four right there. Yeah. I think that makes most logical sense. I'm, 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 at least I'm hoping, I'm hoping hoping I'd rather play Rutgers at home than at at Michigan. Yeah.
1: I I can't see them taking away a divisional, a divisional game. So it's got to be.
0: No, I I don't think that's an option at all. Yeah. So.
1: It's got to so, be. There's. I mean, they're not. sound like they're not going to take away the Indiana game. Sound like that's going to be. Nope. It. So it's. I mean,
0: it will be interesting to see when that one's played. Will that be the final regular season game, or will that be played around Thanksgiving time, like it has been traditionally? Um, right. Or and will it, it be the opener?
1: Yeah, and then will we end up playing again? You know, if it's the Good. you know, three three verse three, four verse four matchup, and
0: one versus one. <laughs>
1: In Indianapolis, <laughs> uh, and then does the winner of that game get the bucket back, or does the
0: that's what I was keep thinking?
1: the bucket, or, or give the yeah. bucket, or lose the bucket, whatever. Or does the winner get the bucket back or keep it? Yeah,
0: I, I don't know. We've never we've never seen something like that before, yeah. and that's a good question, anyways, for a future potential Big Ten Conference Championship game, which I don't yeah. think either fan base has probably fought that far ahead ever. But could somebody really have the bucket for a week or two, and right. then change back, change hands? I don't know. Has there been
1: I'm trying to think of any. I mean, the Big Ten Championship isn't that old. No, nope. has there been any rivalry games or at least trophy games played in?
0: Not that I, I can think, think there of. Has. um I'm sure
1: it There's been like Wisconsin, Ohio State.
0: Yeah, Nebraska's been in it. Michigan yeah. State, Iowa's been in it. Northwestern's been in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't because Ohio State, Michigan, same division now. Right. I don't remember in the legends and leaders if they were or not. I don't think they were. I think they were on opposite sides, but they never mm-hmm. both had good enough seasons to meet up. It was usually Michigan's fault um, yeah. to meet up in the championship. But but it'll be interesting. We, we should know the schedule here, I think, by Friday, mm-hmm. it sounds like. So, um, yeah. But also, uh, interesting Purdue headline this afternoon was, um, and I've heard him say it twice now, Jeff Brom's going to talk with Toronto Moore. See if Rondell has any interest in opting back in. Ohio State had an offensive tackle today who opted out last week, opted back in. Now, oh, really? Yes. Um, okay. He is opted back in. So they they can opt back in. I mean, yeah. the, Rondell's still taking classes, as far as I know, because uh, he was I trying to graduate. Early.
1: I, I guess I figured he'd signed an agent already, but I guess I never, I never saw any headline he did.
0: But. Nope. Hmm. I, I never saw any headline either. And, and if he did, I don't know what the NCAA rule would be where now the conference is playing where it wasn't. But it is uh, smart to mention that Rondell actually opted out a couple days later after the revised 10-game schedule came out. Mm -hmm. But maybe he had a bug in his ear that uh, was telling him that the season wasn't going to happen anyways. Yeah. So.
1: That would be something. I mean, man, that would be crazy.
0: Well. And I've read some people on Twitter speculate that some of these kids who opted out might want to opt back in because mm-hmm. the even though they're all very talented and will get drafted, they might hurt their draft stock a little bit if now that the Big Ten's playing, if they mm-hmm. decide not to play. Yeah,
1: I was just um I was just watching ESPN before we started recording. They were interviewing I think it was a cornerback from Ohio State who had opted out originally, and they were kind of talking to him about, hey, are you? you're going to declare for the draft and he wasn't really given an answer. And they asked him if he had an agent and he said, I have an agent, but I haven't signed anything, which is, I feel a little sketchy, but yeah. um, But he didn't even give an answer about like what he thought about the big 10, you know, coming back. So I think there's going to be a lot of, it could be interesting couple days or in the next week to see if anybody comes back or even still decides to leave. And I saw what the Michigan quarterback uh, is transferring. You see that? I just saw that like, Right we I can't reporting.
0: even think who their quarterback is. I can't either. Because uh, Shea Patterson was their quarterback last yeah. year, Ole Miss transfer. They got they got one of the McCaffreys as a quarterback.
1: Bill McCaffrey opting out of season will seek transfer.
0: McCaffrey, wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, we 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 got enough quarterbacks. I was gonna say, come on <laughs> yeah, down the road, but we we yeah. got. Hey, I'm just excited in a few weeks to be able to talk about maybe a quarterback competition. Right, that's something I didn't know if we'd be able to talk about with uh, Jack Plummer, Aiden O'Connell, and um, Austin Burton. So mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like they're going to be in shells all the way up to the end of the end of the month. And Jeff Brom stated tonight on the uh, Purdue Sports Weekly show, which they've been doing in place of the Jeff Brom show, uh, he said their target day for first day of full pads would be September thirtieth. So okay.
1: that's when the uh, I think I, I was reading they have to. Um, I think that's when yeah that's when daily testing will begin also for the big yep. Ten so
0: yeah the players are gonna get tested every day. I should have mentioned that mm-hmm. earlier when I was talking about them uh, players sitting out 21 days when they test positive yeah there's um, so. a
1: whole thing here I'm on the pretty sports website it's it says the big Ten conference will use data provided by each chief infection officer which each big Ten team will have one to make decisions about the continuation of practice and competition as determined by team positivity rate and population positivity rate based on a seven day rolling average. So they've kind of got three color uh, tiers you've got for team positivity rate, which is just the positive test divided by total number of tests administered. You're in the green. If you're between zero and 2%, you're in the orange, if you're within two to five and you're, you're in the red, if you're over 5% and then they've also got a, population positivity rate which is the number of positive individuals divided by total population at risk which I'm trying to figure out what population at risk is defined as is that like everybody in the athletic department is that student population on campus because basically what happens is if um, it basically says you know if you're the, depending on where you're at for each level that depends on whether you can continue it with normal practices if you have to scale things back or if you have to stop regular practice altogether for a minimum of seven days. So it will be interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, like, like I've read the big tens kind of got more standards in place mm-hmm. than the other conferences, but that's fine. I mean, they're trying to look out for, mm. they're trying to do this the right way in the safe way for all their student athletes and coaches and everybody involved. So um, I'm just excited to, potentially get these guys out on the field and in it was interesting that you know the seven of course but some of our listeners and viewers might not i'm a a diehard denver bronco fan Mm -hmm. they played the late game on monday night and i didn't know how i was going to react watching on tv just knowing it was different with no fans Mm -hmm. nothing during the game yeah to me it was a sell i was back in fan mode and yep. caring and yelling at the TV, and it felt great. Yep. It was honestly the first sporting event I cared about since March, and it mm-hmm. felt fantastic. So, sure, we would all love to be in Rossade, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's not not going to be the case this year. So when when that day rolls around in late October, I'm still going to be boiling right. up and hammering down like ever before.
1: I wonder if have NFL teams, have they been allowed to pump in fan noise at all? Yes. I yeah. wonder if colleges will be able to do that, which will be – Definitely, definitely in a different setting.
0: Yeah, What the NFL has done is um, they provided NFL films, provided CBS and Fox sound recordings from that actual stadium. So if you're watching a Bears game yeah. and they're at home, the sound you're hearing is actual past recordings from Soldier Field. OK, so which is kind of kind of that's why the Saints one was actually pretty loud the other day, even though yeah. it, it was still different than having the place packed. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but it was louder than the other ones I had heard because mm-hmm. Superdome's really loud place. So, yeah, so maybe maybe, maybe that's uh, what they'll do. And good friend of friend of the show, Thad Mooney says uh, 75 decibels is what the NFL is mm-hmm. kept. Did not know that. So I that was good that. to know. know. <laughs> the- so we'll, we'll see what they what they do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. College-wise, or it might be up to every conference, but um, at least the
1: scoreboard's gonna get used finally.
0: Yes, and they were running, I guess, the Let's Play Football GIF over and over and over mm-hmm. again on it. So that well, thing looks beautiful.
1: There so, am not sure if they're still gonna do it now since the field will actually be used. But there was talk of uh, legit talk about like having movie nights for the students on the field.
0: They had one last week.
1: Did they have one last week? Mm-hmm. I knew there was a, a, a talk. I wasn't sure if that was down the road, but
0: sold on Instagram.
1: I, yeah, I can't imagine they'll do that now with.
0: Probably not. They're going to be playing. Probably out. not now. Um, I mean, because those players are going to be on the field and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess I am a little surprised that they aren't going to let students attend games, but students would only yeah. be be able to go to a few before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving rolls around. And then none of the Big Ten campuses are going to have students on until mid to late J- January. So right. I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. But I'm just excited. I mean, and, and I assume – now that they ha- are going to have a fall season, pretty much a full season. I mean, my few games. I assume this will count as the year year of eligibility.
1: Oh yeah, I would. And yeah, I guess I'm just, I'm just wondering now if, if a kid still opts out due to concern. I wonder if they'll still. I would assume they still probably can um, allow them to come back if and retain their eligibility if they wanted to. But yeah, if they play, it's got. I'm sure it's got. to count. I mean, eight games. That's, you know, that's well more than half of the season. So, yeah, it's definitely got to count.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you're gonna play nine games, and then potentially, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna try to have bowl games. So, yeah, potentially ten. That's that's ten games. I mean, you lost three games, so right.
1: I mean, yeah. but now the question is, okay, so Big Ten's playing, Pac-12 doesn't play. What's the Rose Bowl gonna do?
0: See they're gonna be, you know, there has been Rose Bowl Rose Bulls that have been played without Pac twelve right. and Big Ten teams.
1: Usually when it was in the, a BCS championship game.
0: Exactly. Or um Michigan played Texas one year in Rose Bowl years ago for some reason. Did. That's right. Uh Vince Young and when Lloyd Carr was at Michigan. That was a really good game. But uh so I mean it's happened before. But yeah, that will be interesting. Uh some of your other bowl pairings you could have. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I think going back to that, like the ninth game, I think those will all be played in the in domes. Maybe the same one. Maybe they're all played in Lucas Oil. I don't know, but hmm. I think all those the conference championship week games, I'll call them, or weekend games, are going to be played in domes, which makes sense because yeah. it'll be December nineteenth. But I think the other December games are going to be played on campus. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's going to be a cold football season, but <laughs> yeah. better than nothing.
1: I see. I'm mean, interested yeah, to see how it's going to work if they do play them all in domes because I'm trying to think
0: like. Well, well, I know the domes they had ready for the spring season, but now you got NFL going on. Yeah, It was going to be uh, Minneapolis where the Vikings play, Detroit, Indianapolis, St. Louis. That's not used by anybody. And even no. Syracuse. Syracuse is going to be playing in theirs, right. so I assume. Maybe not that same weekend, but mm-hmm. eh, they can figure something out, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they thought about it. I, I mean, suppose I suppose you can have. I mean, you could I do like a, a. You could do a weekend of games. Yeah.
1: Or you could do like a, you know, a, a noon kickoff, a four thirty five 5 o'clock kickoff. Yeah. And, you get, and then maybe, I don't know if you could do a third one unless you started, unless you started earlier in the day on a Saturday, but that'd be yeah a lot. A lot of logistics, yeah. But,
0: you know, see, I mean, I could see them having games spread out throughout that week.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Because finals will be over right around that time, mm-hmm. so you could have uh, your last place game on, I don't know, I don't want to think out of my head, Wednesday or whatever, and then yeah. one on Thursday or Tuesday, then one on Wednesday, then one on Thursday, one on- then your primetime one's the championship game on Saturday. Right. But a lot of options. I'm sure they're already kind of planning it out. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm just excited uh, that we're going to see David Bell on the field. We're going to see George Karlaftis mm-hmm. on the field. We could potentially, potentially. See a healthy Rondell Moore with David Bell on the field. Excited. Malik Carr, that's yep. one guy I forgot about until today. Um, Cam Allen. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of the youngsters. And, of course, we'll talk more in detail about football. When we get closer, we'll be we'll do our season preview and everything. And and we're kind of kicking off Season 2 of the Bullet Breakdown tonight. Mm-hmm. We were wondering when was a good time to kick one off. This is our first live recording we've done since the draft back in July. Wow. Okay. Because since then, and I hope everybody enjoyed listening to our two interviews with Travis Dorsh and Corey Sheets. I know we really enjoyed interviewing and recording with fun. those guys. You um, know, we're always still looking for maybe some other former Purdue athletes to interview. Um, but and we still have a few fun shows up our sleeve. We're hoping to record a uh, Joe Tiller era podcast sometime in the near future, and then followed by maybe two not so fun ones <laughs> of Danny Hope era and. Daryl Hazel era, but there'll oh, be a lot of good team, talking points. Yeah.
1: Danny Hope for has some sure. bright moments, that's yeah. for sure.
0: Back to back bowl games and a couple of upsets here and there and, and some yeah. not so good moments, but plenty to plenty to hit on at least. Yeah. I think I think we'll try to record those in the next few weeks coming up on the season kickoff. But we also had some basketball news mm-hmm. dropped tonight. Uh college basketball start date is gonna be in effect on November twenty-fifth. But that's all we know, <laughs> Yeah, that's really all we know which I I was mean, and
1: that was actually I was looking on my calendar to see when that was because I know the the big thing the other date they're looking at was november twenty first but now that falls in on a college football Saturday.'m
0: mm-hmm.
1: not sure you want to do that um yeah the twenty fifth so it's right before thanksgiving the day before Thanksgiving um was supposed to be the day that we would play either Clemson or Mississippi State down in Florida at that tournament. That's what the original Schedule was obviously those things have changed, but
0: (laughs) I don't even know if we're gonna get the ACC-BCS challenge. Yeah,
1: I saw the uh, Brian Newbert of Golden Black posted that uh, it looks like it's gonna be a at least thirteen games. I think a a cap of twenty six. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Like cross if that crossroads. Well, I guess the, the the Big East have they.
0: Announced. The Big East originally announced they weren't playing anything till January 1st. That's right. Yeah. So the GAVA games would be.
1: Yeah. But then also like Crossroads Classic, is that going to be a thing?
0: Which is in his last year of his contract, anyways, I believe. Right. Uh... Well, in with Crossroads, the Pacers might be playing. Right. Yeah. I don't know when the NBA is going to restart. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they're going.
1: I thought they were starting around Christmas.
0: Christmas. Okay. Well, yeah. that's when I. I think they should always do that. I yes. think they should I forget agree. about November and, and and late October. But yep. yeah, That's just I me. Agree. Yeah, that makes sense because the bubble's still going on. They're not going to start next month. That was kind of telling me to even think. I, I. keep forgetting we're even midway through September already. Right. Um. But uh, yeah. So I mean, we're we're gonna get some good crossover between college mm. basketball and college football. Come uh, late November, then clear to mid December. Hopefully, so, it's a good
1: crossover for us, anyways.
0: Yes, it will be an interesting Big Ten basketball season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, John, we'll
1: have, do you think we'll have fans at all?
0: Um, not until maybe conference games, and if then, it's very limited. I just yeah. don't. I don't. I think we're going to see more neutral court games and college basketball never before i think college basketball might be weirder to watch than college football this season really i think basketball is an easier sport to watch well okay this gotta sound really the nba has been easier easy to watch in a bubble without fans but imagine this imagine watching a ranked purdue team and a ranked indiana team in Mackey arena with no fans yeah i don't like that no yeah that's yeah that would be more difficult to watch than a yeah, Purdue Indiana I'd, football game with no fans.
1: If that's the case, I'd, I'd yeah, if it's if, if not gonna allow anybody, I say just, I mean, neutral if you can. I mean, it's yeah. um, you, you can't, it's hard because there's a whole conversation of can you do a bubble, which you really can't, I feel like you can't do it with, especially with student athletes. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know, but I prefer neutral if that was the case. If we can't allow fans, just because I mean, I think the TBT did a great job, like those yes. types of neutral sites. Um, obviously, it was like in a ballroom, but. <laughs> still did a good job and listen the bubble's been fun to watch, um given the circumstances so yeah it'll be it'll be really weird but I think yeah, you're just watching a, a game in the home teams arena with nobody there is would be just, well, I think, and it'd be weird for the players too, I think
0: yeah, and we could see teams i mean and, and and this goes for the nFL right now this is go goes for college football and get started. the better teams are gonna win more times than not, oh yeah. But we will see some road upsets because you don't have that raucous mm-hmm. environment you're going into play. I mean, look, Iowa State lost mm-hmm. to um, Lafayette the other day, even though Lafayette's quarterback's a stud. Coastal Carolina went in to beat Kansas. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. Kansas is garbage, but still, uh, Kansas State lost to somebody. I yeah. mean, the, the Big Twelve had a terrible day. We're, I mean, I mean, Duke gave Notre Dame all they wanted for a half, mm-hmm. um, even three quarters actually. But so we're, we're going to see that because you don't have the eighty thousand. And and when it goes back to fans in Mackey Arena, Purdue thrives off, oh, yeah. home court um fans in Mackey uh, more so than Rossade. You probably don't Mac- Virginia, Mackey gets rocked.
1: Michigan State this last year without that home crowd,
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and manhandled Iowa and Virginia, right? Um, so I mean, and, and it'll be interesting for these college athletes that are eighteen to twenty-two years old and not getting paid, unlike the pros. Could we see some guys quit? early on in games when team gets down, they don't yeah. have the crowd to kind of get them into the game and get their adrenaline flowing. Could they just give up?
1: Yeah. Although I, I just thought about that, but the idea of being able to hear painter at all He'll times, even move, louder, whatever he yells, I'm, I'm here for. I oh
0: yeah. That about. I thought, I remember back in March when, when the coronavirus COVID-19 kind of started hitting and canceling everything. And, and originally, when the Big Ten tournament was going to go on without fans, I thought this is going to be interesting to hear the coaches talk to the players. We're going to hear everything. Yeah, and then of I course if it you didn't would, like,
1: if that would you wonder if that might change? I can't. It would probably wouldn't change anything because then the coaches could hear each other too. But I'm sure they can still hear each other. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still pretty close on the sideline, mm-hmm. so that maybe wouldn't really change much. But yeah, it'd be. <laughs> It'd be, or I mean, like maybe they can hear each other in the huddle because there's nobody there. There's no yeah. band playing. That'd be interesting, but
0: yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't read anything about the bands at the football game. That'd be cool if they at least the bands could be there. That yeah. Notre, now Notre Dame's band was there the other day. Oh, they were. Okay. But I Notre Dame's allowing staff, family, and students, so they had about oh, ten thousand people in their stands, that, yeah. and the band did add a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was still only 10,000 instead of 80,000, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: better than nothing, I guess. So yeah. so it'd be cool if they can at least – I mean, the band's such a big part of college football Saturdays oh, yeah. and environment, but um, hey, and now with the Big Ten coming back, it gives College Game Day more choices mm-hmm. to go to go to places too. Oh, yeah. They went to Wake Forest this last weekend for their game against Clemson. That was a destination they'd never been to, so they knocked it off hmm. their list. Um, I think the only Big Ten places they've never been to is Indiana and Illinois, I want to say.
1: Well, didn't technically, didn't they do game day at, at Indiana? I mean, it wasn't a Saturday, it was a Thursday kickoff. It was the Ohio's Thursday game.
0: opener against Ohio yeah. State. So I guess you could count that, but they haven't done a.
1: I wasn't sure if they were actually on campus or not. I, th- hmm. I want to say they were, but I, I yeah. can't remember exactly. Yeah,
0: I forgot about that. So hmm. so we will see when it comes to that. Uh, this, Yeah, this whole thing's going to be, It's. I mean, it's not going to be anywhere close to what we're used to, but it's nope. a whole lot better than nothing. And um, today's a nice, happy day. It's been a, and hopefully Purdue basketball gets some nice happy recruiting news towards the end of the week because uh, one of their big targets, Harrison Ingram's supposedly going to make a decision here soon according mm-hmm. to uh, according to his Instagram story. Mm-hmm. It's a big decision coming soon. Purdue's in on them, been in on them the whole time. Stanford's been in on them the whole time. Michigan's jumped in late, but they made his final six. North Carolina, Howard. Howard, right, or Hampton? Yeah, Howard, Howard, yeah. Howard and Harvard. For, yeah, are the six he's choosing from. So,
1: yeah, now seem There's a whole lot of smoke coming anywhere. I mean, the Michigan side—it's it's been all there. Like their fan sites have True. been posting a bunch of stuff, so that's probably where the only "quote unquote" smoke is coming from. But yeah, it seems like it's pretty tight lip. So I know he—I think he talked. I think he spoke to every school last week or something like that, like one last time, and then asked them to kind of give him some space which can respect and
0: well we know we're gonna find out yep and he's never visited michigan so right. which he came to purdue i forget what game he attended uh
1: michigan state i think yeah uh, that, that was a good one. one no it was indiana it was Indiana?
0: that was a good one
1: i think so so no, i can't I mean, remember
0: he, at least I, whatever game he was yeah, at he but, got to fill yeah. fill in a experience back he would not go to michigan like
1: I want to say, if I remember what Brian on Golden Black said, I want to say he went like early on, like his freshman year for like, a, for something. I don't know if it was like a, it definitely wasn't a recruiting visit. I don't think, I think he just went for like a camp or something, but it, he hasn't been an official, especially with this staff, with uh, John Howard's staff. So it's, it could be a, you know, deciding factor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and this kind of, I want to say this before I forget It is interesting on the football recruiting news, there hasn't been a lot of news because Purdue's kind of done for the moment. They're waiting on a few other guys, a few more of their targets to decide. Well, one of their targets is technically family of -hmm. a player. So he can technically be at games.
1: You're not wrong.
0: He can't go to Cal.
1: He can't go to Cal. Can't go to Wisconsin.
0: Can't go to Oregon.
1: Nope.
0: So that could be big. Yeah. And he wanted to see how Purdue's defense was the first few weeks before he decided.
1: I didn't think about that.
0: He's actually he's injured right now, so yeah. he has a hamstring injury going on. He hasn't been able to play the last few weeks, so I don't know how severe it is going forward. But mm-hmm. so we will see. That could definitely be beneficial for Purdue to keep one of their uh, big targets home.
1: Yep, literally home,
0: <laughs> literally home. <laughs> so, anything else? Any other news or thoughts before we wrap this thing up? No, it's just short crazy. version for once.
1: Yeah, short version. It's been. It's nice to
0: No Andrew, so that's why the yeah.
1: <laughs> long winded accountant. Yeah. Um it's been it's nice to have some good news mm-hmm. regards to just sports in general. Um so yeah, it's just been I mean, I've definitely i I've been trying to watch a little bit of basketball. My White Sox are crushing right now, so that's been really fun. To
0: yeah, watch. I was gonna say you mm-hmm. got your White Sox, yeah. man. I, I and I'll admit, I'm I'm a Yankees fan, yeah. but I haven't watched any of the baseball in like two weeks. No, I mean, I'm not, no not only the Yankees right hurt and not playing well, but yeah. it's just been hard for me to get into.
1: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, but I mean, there's nothing like pretty sports for me. So, nope. if I can get that back in my life, then quality of life goes up.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. It uh, like I said, with watching the Broncos, it. I didn't know how I'd react and right when the game started. It was like I just tuned the fans not being there out. And yeah. Then was, uh, you know, I played Hello Darkness, my old friend, after the game. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot how bad uh, and frustrating close sports losses are to my yeah. uh, mental state.
1: I about so, had that with the Bears if Swift wouldn't have dropped
0: that oh, touchdown. But, well, at least Trubisky played well for you in the fourth quarter and shut everybody up yeah, for a week. Yeah. So yeah. who do they got this week? Um Giants. That's right, coming off a loss. Yeah, Denver goes to Pittsburgh, who looked phenomenal Monday yeah. night. Their defense so that should be fine.
1: I've got their defense on fantasy, so oh,
0: great, great. So, yeah, I think that's going to do it for the Boiler Breakdown, the first episode of season two of the Boiler Breakdown podcast. We'd like to thank Shroff Landscaping Nurseries for again being a sponsor this year, and a new sponsor that's jumped on board: Webb's Family Pharmacy. <laughs> wonder, 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 wonder uh, <laughs> if there's any correlation with that last name there. I know. Um, But thanks to both of them for being a sponsor of the Boiler Breakdown podcast this year. We really appreciate it. And we still got room for other sponsorships. So if your business or organization or just yourself in general wants to be a sponsor of the podcast, please get a hold of Evan, Andrew, or myself, and we will give you the details. It's a very inexpensive way to get your brand and name out there and support our podcast. We really appreciate it. So uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Boiler Break Pod. Like us on Facebook. And, of course, as always, you can follow our personal hand- handles. Evans is right there at ET underscore web. I'm at Tanner Lee 92 I think Andrew's at AIler underscore three or AIler three. It's one of those two. I don't know. Yeah, close enough. Now. So yeah. um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. As always, boiler up, hammer down.
1: Boiler up.